Phenomenal Woman. Many people wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model size. When I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. I say, it's in the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, the stride of my step, the curl of my lips. I'm a woman, phenomenally. I walk into a room just as cool as you please, and to a man the fellows stand, or fall down on their knees. Then they swarm around me, a hive of honeybees. I say, it's the fire in my eyes, the flash of my teeth, the swing in my waist, the joy in my feet. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Men themselves have wondered what they see in me. They try so much, but they can't touch my inner mystery. When I try to show them, they say they still can't see. I say, it's in the arch of my back, the sun of my smile, the ride of my breasts, the grace of my style. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Now you understand just why my head's not bowed. I don't shout or jump about or have to talk real loud. When you see me passing, it ought to make you proud. I say, it's in the click of my heels, the bend of my hair, the palms of my hands, the need for my care. Because I'm a woman, phenomenally, phenomenal woman. That's my mother and all your mothers and my grandmothers and your grandmothers, and my great-grandmothers, and your greats, and my great-greats, and, and all you women, and me. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to All Steak Narcissism. I am your host, Devin McKenzie, here once again for a brand new episode of Podcast Gold. <laughs> Had to break out the Maya Angelou impression there, y'all. Thank you all for tuning in to the show. Those of you that are listening for the first time, thank you for joining me. And those of you that are return listeners, thank you for coming back. On this week's episode, I welcome a special young lady by the name of Angie. Me and Angie met up uh, at a bar called Rosie O'Grady's. Shout out to Rosie O'Grady's for allowing me to uh, record there. We uh, sat down and we had a very candid, uh, very, very, very good, very candid conversation about women's issues. Things that women, especially black women in America, uh, deal with on a daily basis. You know, we, we touched on a number of subjects from, uh, you know, growing up as a, a preteen, adolescent, teenager, college, dating, uh, the nightlife. One thing I wanted to know is what the hell do y'all ladies do before y'all go out and why does it take so damn long? We hit a, a number of subjects and I just want to take this time to thank Angie for sitting down with me and having this conversation. She was uh, very open, very honest. Um, one, one thing when you do conversations like this, especially with someone you don't know that well, is you don't want to ask something that that makes them uncomfortable and um you know i, I let her know like if there's anything you don't want to talk about you know just tell me and you know we won't you know touch that subject but you know she was honest and open about everything 
So I really do appreciate her. She did a great job. And uh, we're, we're planning on, you know, doing this again. Uh, you'll hear more about that in this episode. So once again, thank you, thank you, thank you, Angie, for joining the show and, and sitting down and having this great conversation with me. It's much needed. I feel like, especially over the past couple of months with uh, the Women's March and then other women's issues, you know, in the forefront of conversation right now in our country, we, we need to have these conversations and find out what it is that, you know, women deal with. We, you can't address the issue until you realize what the issue is. So that's why part of the reason why I wanted to do this conversation. Once again, thank you, Angie, for sitting down with me. And we'll, uh, we'll like I said, we'll t- jump on a lot of those topics. But speaking of women, next week's show, I have another special young lady on the show. She is a good friend of mine. We've known each other since middle school. And her name is uh, Tony Robinson. Um, <laughs> and she explains in the episode why uh, she goes by Tony now. You'll, you'll get to hear that next week. But uh, Tony, is, she's a... She's a phenomenal woman. <laughs> uh, and she has started a YouTube channel. And, you know, she comes on the show and we sit down and we talk about her, her YouTube channel, the inspiration for it, um, kind of what we can expect from that channel. And let me just say, she is probably one of the most positive people I've ever met in my life. Just, just exudes positivity. So... The name of her channel is Beautiful Vibes 555. That's beautiful space. The word vibes, V-I-B-E-S, 555. So make sure you go check out her show. Um, as of right now, I believe she has one video up. Um, well, I know she has at least one. I'm not sure if she's uploaded another one yet. But make sure you subscribe to her page. Send her some comments. Um, support. Show some support to her. Um, you can also check her out on Facebook. Her Facebook name is Tony Robinson. That's T-O-N-I Robinson. You'll know it's her because she has afro and red lipstick. So go ahead and uh, follow her on Facebook. Also follow her on Instagram at the underscore lady essence. That's T-H-E underscore L-A-D-Y-E-S-S-E-N-S-E. The underscore Lady Essence. You can also shoot her an email at beautifulvibes555 at gmail.com. You know, shoot her ideas of videos that you might want her to do. I already uh, laid down a suggestion for her. <laughs> and uh, hopefully she, she does that one sometime soon. I won't. I won't uh, divulge that information right now. Matter of fact, we might have talked about it in the episode. We'll see. We'll find out next week. But she's going to be on the show next week. Um, we we had a very good conversation. We jumped in once again jumped into a bunch of different topics. Man, we talked about you know positivity and uh, for those of you that may or may not be familiar with astrology, we we jumped into that topic. So. Stay tuned next week for that episode and make sure you go support her YouTube channel. And go to her, once again, go to her Instagram. And when you go to her Instagram, the underscore Lady Essence, you're going to see a lot of uh, natural jewelry on there. Um, 
she makes natural jewelry and, and some some very nice pieces. So make sure you check out the Instagram and see what she has. And if you're interested in purchasing or procuring some of this here uh, jewelry, you can hit her up. Um, like I said, on Facebook, Tony Robinson, T-O-N-I Robinson. You can hit her up on the IG, jump in the DMs, but not like that though. Or you can send her an email at Tony the Jeweler at gmail.com. That's T O N I T H E J E W E L E R at gmail.com. Tony the Jeweler. So check it out. Like I said, go to her Instagram. You know, just check out everything she's got on there. You get to see it, see all the jewelry. Uh, check out her YouTube channel. And you'll hear a lot more from her next week. So uh, shout out to her. And, you know, we've kind of talked about, you know, doing some some more collaborations man you know we we had like i said we had a very good conversation so it might be some more in the works with uh, me and miss tony so shout out to her and let me go ahead and cut this intro short but i'm just gonna say shout out to everybody in the pie squad make sure y'all check out all of their shows people we're, we're we're doing some some wonderful things man you know john effects q from the critical dump and chopping it up with q to kenya talks uh, Glenn and her, uh, two shots in a brood, uh, uh, why not sports with D Murph, talk it out podcast, shout out to the talk it out podcast. They, they came up in this conversation as well. So shout out to them. So everybody support the squad, man. We all win. That's the hashtag. Thank all y'all for y'all support and make sure y'all check out my social media. You can hit me up at Devin, the six, three on twitter you can hit me up on my ig at all steak no sizzle it's one word check out the all steak no sizzle facebook page just type in all steak no sizzle in your search bar and it'll pop right up and you can also shoot me an email at asnspodcast at gmail.com that's asnspodcast at gmail.com i've been saying so many emails i forgot which one it was so uh make sure you do that check out the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Make sure you subscribe, uh, rate, review, um, like, share, all that good stuff. Spread the word, people. I appreciate everybody that's shown the, shown the show. Say that three times fast. That has shown the show <laughs> some love in the past. So with all that being said, thank you all for listening. And we're going to jump into this conversation with... Angie, and if you want to follow her on social media, she is at Angie Angie on Facebook. That's A N J I A N J I, and she is also on Instagram at Angie underscore beautiful. That's A N J I underscore beautiful. So, everybody, sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation with me and Angie. Ladies and gentlemen, I am joined by a special young lady by the name of Angie. Say hi to the people, Angie. Hi, everyone. All right. Well, before we uh, start jumping into uh, this conversation, I um, just want to ask you, did you want to throw your social media out there? You want to pr- 
promote something. You got Avon. You're selling weed. <laughs> selling selling uh, bags of weed at the back of your trunk. Right. I wish. No. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Instagram at Angie underscore beautiful. It's A-N-J-I-E. Or I'm sorry. It's A-N-J-I underscore beautiful. All righty. Um, well, let's get to know you a little bit. Let me Tell me a little bit about yourself. You know, like, how old are you? I know you're not supposed to ask a lady that question, but I'm asking yeah, anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, where you're from, how many siblings you got, all that good stuff. Okay, let's see. I am 26 years old. Okay. I am from Detroit, Michigan. I live in the city now. I've been here for five years. I used to live in um, Jackson, Michigan, which is about okay. an hour, you know, hour and 15 minutes away from here. Um, I am an only child. So really? I am that spoiled brat that everybody talks about. I was about, about to say, you are spoiled brat. <laughs> <laughs> um, I work. I have a couple jobs, actually. They're all doing the same thing, CNA. Okay. And I have one child, a girl. She's five years old. Five years old? Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny you say that. I saw the video uh, <laughs> that she posted on Instagram when she was talking about her edges. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't feel like little girls should know about edges <laughs> yet. I just think that was really intense that, when she came home and told me about her edges. That, 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 was, that was pure comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you say you grew up in Detroit and lived in Jackson for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, east side or west side? I live on the west side of Detroit. Okay. You grew up on the west side? Um, well, when I lived in Jackson, I grew up on the east side. Okay. So like it was like the farm area. So I went from like the country to the hood i guess you could say it was a it was an adjustment uh, trust me i got a lot of family living in the country it's uh it's yeah. definitely an adjustment. i could use to uh we used to leave our packages outside when the mailman come and they'd stay out there for like a week if we went on vacation and in detroit i'm lucky if it's out there for an hour oh trust me i know about that i used to work for fedex so trust yeah. me I, I know um well you said you have no siblings so you're spoiled right let's just get that out there yeah but um so being the only child, who did you look to as your example to of being a woman? What what a woman is supposed to be? Who are your examples? Well, my um my mom and my dad got a divorce when I was three. So what ended up happening was we moved to Jackson then at the time because my mom wanted to be with my dad, but things didn't work out. So my grandmother came and she raised me. Okay. So she's actually the one who did a lot with me. And, you know, as far as my raising and my upbringing, which is probably why some of the ways and my values are kind of old school, I think. Okay. Because that's who raised me. And then my mom is just phenomenal. She's a wonderful woman. So she definitely helped with that a lot. I'm going to take a wild guess here. Yeah. Grandma was big into the church? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, definitely everything church-wise with grandma you go to church on wednesday tuesday thursday <laughs> friday whatever day of the week it is that's the days you're going to church okay. so. usher boy meeting bible study <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's something on every single day exactly exactly okay so for the most part you, you grew up for the most part in jackson or for the most part in detroit as far as like your i would say preteen and teenage years jackson okay yeah um Hmm, that kind of throws a little curveball into my questions. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, growing up in Jackson, what was the? Well, I don't know a lot about Jackson. What was mm-hmm. like the racial make makeup in in Jackson? The part that I lived in was actually um, 
it was Michigan Center area. So I grew up all white neighborhood. Okay. I went to an all-white school. My, I actually didn't meet black people probably until, like, high school area, college. Okay. Yeah, so I grew up around all-white people. But it is, um, it's a mixed area. Okay. I'm going to have to, yeah, I might have to have you on another episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, growing up as far as, like, your adolescence and preteen years, uh, what was your experiences like dealing with boys? Mm, you know what? I'm going to have to be honest here. I really wasn't into boys like I like you know a normal teenage would be right away Mm -hmm. I was more still playing with Barbie dolls I didn't stop playing with Barbie dolls until like almost high school so that lets you know right there (laughs) what I was doing all day but um no I just I mean I never really was in it I think that might be because I didn't go to an all-black school okay so I wasn't really attracted to the white men you know so at that time you know white boys I so I mean I didn't have nobody to really really Right, yeah. you know, get with. And then when I got to high school, that's when I started meeting the black guys. And it's like, oh, hey, that's what I'm interested in, you know. So, okay. so how did how did the, the boys, at, well, the white boys that you were around, how were they towards you? Um, It's always been like a friendly thing. I had a lot of friends in, you know, high school and middle school. So they were always just really nice. Nothing, you know, nothing sexual or anything like that. Okay. Did that change when you got to high school? Yeah. Yeah, I would say it changed a little bit. You know, people were like, hey, okay, that's when you start to look at people more and who you like and cliques are hanging out. And it was just a lot going on when you get to high school. That's a whole different environment. Okay. Um, let me skip ahead just a little bit. Okay. Um, did you go to college? Yes. What college did you go to? I went to Jackson Community College. Okay. And I went there for two years. Um, and then I... I was pregnant with my daughter. Okay. Um, the reason why I asked that is because I wanted to kind of get an idea of when you were in high school and you were dealing with boys and when you were in college and started dealing with boys, did you notice a, a difference in, I guess, the mindset of a young man in, in college, in high school and in young men that were in college? Or did, they, did you notice that they're – they change or how they treated you change at all? Um, I think you become a little bit more sexual. In, high, um, in college, the guys are more, you know, intense with it than what they were in high school. High school is more like a friendly type thing, and then college is more like, hey, you know, okay. <laughs> come back to the dorm type thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what, what was that ad- adjustment like for you? Um. For me personally, I was I was kind of excited to get the attention. To be honest, you know that's okay. where you're you you're starting to dress up more and you're more sexy. You're like, okay, yeah, I'm getting more attention from the guys. Start uh, putting your, your Beyonce frequent right, dress on. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a positive thing. You're like, okay, okay. So okay, you don't have to answer this if you don't if you don't want to. Um, around what age did you start? becoming sexually active i lost my virginity at age 18 okay so during high school after high school that was um that was actually after high school okay did you ever think about it before that or Mm, you know what i was so so focused on trying to find somebody you know that's what i was taught like oh you find love and then you have sex so i never really wanted to go too much out of order 
of course, you know, being a young female, you run into the, hey, you know, they want to they wanna have sex, they want to do other things, and it's like, right. ah, you know, so it was a, it was a challenge sometimes, because I felt like, sometimes you feel pressured as a young woman, you right. know, like, okay, I, this is what everyone's doing, I should be doing this too, so. Well, let's, let's talk about that. Um, where, where, where does that pressure come from, and what exactly is that pressure? That it, 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 who are you hearing this giving this pressure? Your friends. From? When you're friend, you're hanging out with your girls, and they're like, oh yeah, girl, you know, I didn't did this, I didn't did that. And you're like, whoa, I'm way behind. Right. <laughs> so what's going on? I honestly felt like I was way behind back then when I was, you know, in high school because I right. didn't move that fast as everyone else. But you just feel the pressure from your friends, and then when you get with a guy, you know, he tells you all the good things he tells you everything you want to hear you're like oh okay you know right. so then that's that pressure too okay um so what what is it like what, what is it like dealing with that pressure i mean was it something that like weighed on you or did you have anybody you could talk to about having to deal with that pressure or was that one of those things you got to like keep to yourself and just yeah. kind of deal with in, in a way you do actually keep it to yourself um I just didn't, I've, I've never been like the type to really explain everything to other people and like, oh yeah, I'm going through this or going through that right now. So I, I did actually keep a lot of that stuff to myself with, you know, what was going on. But just far as dealing with it, it wasn't, you know what, the older you get, the more you're like, you don't even care what other people think. Right, right. So, you know, when you were in high school and college, it was kind of like, oh, I wonder what everybody's doing or what they think and how they feel about me, you know. Right. Everybody, you care about everybody's opinion. Then... The older you get, you're like, I don't give a damn about anybody <laughs> else's opinion. Like, it is what it is. Okay. Um, and you, you say you kind of felt that pressure for some of the guys that you were, I guess you would say, dating or mm -hmm. dealt with in high school, too. So let's fast forward to college a little bit. Mm -hmm. Was that pressure still there once you got to college, or did it kind of lessen a little bit? Um, I think it lessened a little bit. I actually had a, my boyfriend during college. I had two boyfriends during my um, at the same damn time. No, I okay. wish. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm sorry, player. Sorry, player. No, um, I had a boyfriend, and then I broke up with him, and then I got another boyfriend. And at that time, when I went to college, I was like so in love with the guy I was talking to. It was just, it was pathetic love. <laughs> like it was, and it was actually a very toxic relationship. Really? Yeah, very, very toxic. It was the first. First of all, it was my first relationship. I lost my virginity to him. Okay. Um, and I just went overboard. I thought he was going to be the one, and then. I kind of was so stuck on him that I allowed things to happen that, you know, shouldn't happen as far as it was abusive, okay. mentally, physically. So it was just a bad relationship, and I just kind of let it go on. Okay. So when well, – uh, it goes in another direction that I wanted to get into. Um, I was going to ask you, had you ever dealt with uh, physical – like I said, you don't have to answer this if you don't mm -hmm. want to – had, had you ever dealt with physical or sexual abuse in your life? Um, yeah, at 16, um, it, was a, it was an encounter with people that I actually went to church with. Really? Yeah, so it was, it was two guys, and it was, um, it, it was a close relationship with them. You know, like, they've always been my friends and right. always hang out, and I've never, you know, at, at, at 16, I, like I said, I'd never done anything sexually like that. Right. So, um... I was forced to do, you know, a sexual activity that I didn't want to do okay. at that point. So that right there kind of um, changed my outlook a little bit, I think. Okay. Um, 
it, it was a it was an experience where you know I look back at it now like you know I wish I would have just stood up for myself or you know said no you know what I'm saying like right. been more aggressive with it but at the time I was just like I don't you know want nothing bad to happen so I'll just do what they want right now you know so so, so anything did you tell anybody did they get in trouble for it or anything I like? never told anybody I um I actually didn't start telling people until I was um, older. Where I would, where I wouldn't be so like you know upset or sad about the incident, right. and I was actually I think over it at that point. But at the time, no, I didn't tell anybody. I just you know I let it slide. Okay. Um. Do you talk to your friends about what happened to you? Mm, no, actually I don't. Okay. Nope. I may have told like only people I've told is like um, boyfriends. Like okay. if I had a boyfriend or something, and those are only people. Other than that, I haven't told anybody because you know what it was. I didn't want. You don't want people to get in trouble. That's one right. thing. At that at that age, you know, you have to think at 16, you don't think like you do as an adult. So right. your main concern was, oh, I don't want to cause problems or right. I don't want, you know, especially with it being in church. That's the one place where you're like, okay, these Everything are the people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I just left it as it was. You know, my mom's friend with the pastor and, you know, so that's why I was like, no, I'll leave it how it is. Wow. Okay. So is it kind of fair to say you didn't maybe you didn't feel comfortable telling anybody or maybe you felt you would get like a negative backlash from that or yeah I think more so I just didn't I felt like it was going to be something negative and I didn't want to you know I didn't want to have to go through that and have everybody know about it because you know when you tell something to someone and then it just keeps you know going down I just didn't want all of that issue so I just let it slide okay well the reason why well, I mean, just going to tell you this. Like, one of the reasons why I'm doing this whole episode in the first place mm-hmm. is because um, I've been listening to a couple of podcasts in our group. Uh, okay. Shout out to the Talk It Out podcast and to my niece's podcast, The King of Talks. And basically, kind of what a uh, running theme of those shows are uh, misogyny, feminism, and mm-hmm. you know what it's like being a woman in America. And I felt right. like as a guy... You know, there's things that I don't know because right. I'm not a, I'm not a woman. You know right. I mean? I mean, I have three sisters. There's a lot of things that I do know that I probably oh, yeah. should have never experienced. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I honestly I don't know. So I felt like it's only right that I, I guess, investigate myself and mm-hmm. you know have people come and talk about these things. So maybe other guys can realize. All right, maybe maybe we need to pay a little right. bit more attention to what's actually going on. Right. You know what I mean. So when I when I hear you say that, like, I mean, to me it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And one of, one of the things that's been coming up a lot on uh, those shows, talking out and uh, to Kenya talks is victim blaming. Mm-hmm. And for you to, to just tell me that you didn't feel comfortable, you know, right. coming out and you know talking about it, and maybe something. Some kind of backlash come towards you for right. you know coming out. That's that's messed up mm-hmm. because I mean it's a crime, mm-hmm. and if people don't feel comfortable coming out and you know reporting it, right, then it's going to keep this vicious cycle of it continually going on. Right. So, um, you said your your real first relationship you dealt with physical abuse as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. Um, I didn't see it coming. I was the girl, now that I actually look back, there was probably so many signs signs, that I'm just like, hey, you missed all of those signs before, Mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah, my first relationship was a physical one, and I said that was going to be my last one. (laughs) 
<laughs> there is no point in um, staying with someone if they're abusive. Right. There's no point at all. Like, I mean, you hear it all the time. Like, he said he won't do it again. You know, and that's like the number one lie. So <laughs> there's no reason to be in a relationship like that. And even um, mentally, you know, right. you know, um, he would pick on me about things. You know, I don't want your hair like that. Or um, are you gaining weight? You know, so it right. was it was a lot of mean things that you can say to someone and then just make them. You can't, you know, put your partner down, basically. Right. And that that's a problem right there. Okay. So did you pretty much get out of that relationship? It took me two years to get out of there. <laughs> wow. Um, I stayed and, you know, it was crazy because the final straw was it wasn't even the um, abuse. The final straw was when I um, he was controlling so okay. if I was to go out with my friends or anything like that, he had to know, you know, how many people were there. What was their names? Is it guys there? Um, if I got off work at two o'clock, he's calling me at 202. And if I don't answer at 202, he's like, hey, why are you answering the phone? What's going on? Are you talking to a guy after work? So it was a lot of, you know, on me. Right. And. I, at first, I was like, okay, you know, you think it's kind of cute. Like, okay, he cares. Babe right. is checking up on me a lot. Right. Then after a while, I'm like, this is kind of crazy. I can't live my life. It's, all right. Maybe I'm just weird, mm -hmm. but I don't understand that that mindset. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, my, my friends tell me a lot of times that, Devin, you just don't give a fuck. And, <laughs> and maybe, maybe that's what my problem is. It's like if I have to like check up on you like mm -hmm. every minute and like if I can't trust you just to, you know, right. just to, you know, be, then right. I don't need to be in a relationship with you. That's mm -hmm. that's just my mindset. So. Yeah, that's a lot. But do, do you find that, you know, in your whole life ex dealing with guys, do you feel that the mindset that this guy had that you were with, is that more prevalent than kind of like the mindset that I have or? Mm, no, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. So it's a lot more, it's some, some good guys out there. It's good guys out there. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not all crazy. Okay. I mean, I'm, I haven't ran into them, but they're, <laughs> I have faith that they're out there. So they're like unicorns. You're just trying to capture one. Yeah. Eventually they'll roll by somehow, some way. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's, let's kind of uh, transition out of that heavy subject. Okay. Something a little bit lighter. Question that I've always wanted to know. Mm -hmm. Why do women get mad when guys leave the toilet seat up? <laughs> Um, I think we feel like the toilet seat is normally down. So the fact that you came and lifted it up, you took time to do that. Just take time to put it back down because we have to sit down on it. So we okay. just want it to be ready for us. Okay. I have a counter argument to that. Okay. All right. A lot of guys don't have good aim, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if that toilet seat is down, I don't think you should trust it because <laughs> you might stick to it. <laughs> so you're saying we should have we should it down be, so see, we can check it. We leave the toilet seat up because we care about y'all. See, We don't want y'all sitting down and getting stuck to the toilet seat. That's the way I look at it. Okay. Personally. So th uh, that's why it's probably going to be an argument for the years and years to come <laughs> because <laughs> we have been asking for simple things like that to be done. <laughs> and it's just not, it's not going to ever happen. No. All right, let's uh let's talk about dating and nightlife. Okay. You talked about it before. You putting your Beyonce freakum dress on. Yeah. Um, you supposed to be going out tonight, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so 
I want you to give me a play-by-play of what happens before, during, and after you go out. So okay. let's start off from you hop in the shower, bam. Okay. You get in the shower, and then you take two hours of unnecessary time preparing your makeup, your hair. You change your outfit at least four times. Okay. And you just hang out with your girlfriends. You're talking the whole time. Let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there. Why does it take y'all so long to get ready to go anywhere? We're definitely, if we're listening to music, it's going to take two hours to even get anywhere. <laughs> we're listening to music. We're talking to each other. We're drinking a little bit pre-gaming before, of course. Of course, got a pre-game, got a pre-game. Um, and I'm telling you, the outfit changed. Like, I don't like it. Like, today, I changed this shirt four times. I said, no, this is not the shirt. Then I changed it back into the shirt. Oh, maybe we can pin the shirt. You know, so it's a lot of different little things that we're, detail is for us. We're picking on our details, you know, okay. like. Who want you know? Got to put your lashes on. You got you got so many things to do before you make it out the house that it, it does, you don't even realize that you're about to be in the dark. Okay. <laughs> he did not give a damn about that eyeshadow, honey. No. But we really are detail. Okay. And then when you um you get ready to go, all you and your girls, you're out, and then you get there, and. It's kind of awkward when you first get there because then you're like, oh, I hope there's a lot of guys in here. And then, of course, I always feel like I get stuck with a lot of girls wherever I go. I'm like, damn it. Why? I think part of that is because they always like, oh, ladies, get in for free. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's cool for us. But then it's like for ladies, it's like it's, it's a bunch of females. In yeah. Here. Yeah. So then when you get there, it's nothing but females because they've uh, advertised that get in for free. Exactly. So, yeah, so then you're in there and you, you spot a couple guys and it's uh, it's a either yes or a no there. That brings up a, a question I had. I've, I've heard this before and I want to hear from you whether you believe it's true or not. Mm-hmm. Is it true that a woman makes up her mind within the first 10 minutes of meeting a guy whether she's going to sleep with him or not? You know what? That is hard to answer a little bit because I feel like maybe that's a to each to own type thing. Right. But I personally, like, I can be able to say, like, mm, nah. So I can I can kind of peep out. I'll be like, no, he's not going to work for me. So in other words, yes. <laughs> I mean, I personally can do it. I don't know if other women can. I think maybe they might be indecisive but you definitely have those one guys where you're like oh yeah i would love to do something with him and then right. you have guys where you're like mm, nah. i might or either oh no it's gonna be a no for me okay all right uh, he I'll has a chance is what i think <laughs> if he's okay. talking good he might have a chance <laughs> so, you, so you're saying there's a chance it's, yeah um here mm-hmm <laughs> We love our hair. I, I, yes, mm-hmm. I know this. The decision of what you're going to wear your hair like, explain that to me. Um, for a black woman? Yeah. It's, it's um, up and down we go up with our hair. You will see your woman in every different style she has if she's that type of person. If she's natural, then that's the type of looks that she like. But if she's into weave, you're going to see every type of weave in the world on her head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Indian rimming, <laughs> bibber. Yeah, we wear it all. <laughs> Definitely. I switch my hair a lot. I can't stand to stay in one style. I'm like, oh, next, 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 next. 
So our hair is very important, and we're going to keep switching it all the time. Okay. Do you feel any outside pressure as far as, like, your hair? You do. Um, I feel like we have to actually look a certain way. If you ever notice, our weave is designed to look, mm, I'm just going to say, like a white girl's hair. Okay. You know, when we go out, we get, you know, that, that straight type of look and everything like that. That is kind of set up to me so that we can look like them. Because our hair is naturally nappy. Right. You know, and then everyone's like, oh, God, don't say nappy. You know, right. that's offensive. But I know what the hell nappy <laughs> is. So I know my hair is nappy. But um, actually, if we wear our hair that way sometimes, I think it's becoming more acceptable now. Right. But I mean, at times it's kind of like people kind of look at you like, oh, why is her hair so, you know, all over her head? Like if I was to wear an afro, you know, they would look at that as like a bad thing, kind of, you know, exactly. like she didn't do her hair. But it's really my hair. This is how I look. This is how I was born. This is my natural state. Right. So why is it such a big issue for other people? Like if I wear my hair certain ways, people will pet me like an animal. And I'm like, why are you, you know, why do you have to pet me? I have braids. What right. is wrong? And they're so amazed. Like, oh, wow, look at your hair. Or either, you know, you hear, actually you hear a lot of racist comments sometimes. And I don't know if they mean it or if it's just. It just comes it, out I think it just way. comes out like that, right. you know. So, you know, you do hear things about our hair a lot. So, well, okay, before I, before I say this, I got to make sure because I don't want to get hurt. <laughs> Are you a member of the Beehive? Yes, I am. Okay, let me tread lightly. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of know, I noticed, I want to say it was like 2006, 2007, kind of like when her, maybe her first or second album came out. Mm -hmm. Beyonce, that's when she really started to blow up and she mm -hmm. started wearing the, sh the, the long straight hair. Kinda. Okay. And what I noticed is that after she blew up, it seemed like every single R&B singer that came out after that looked exactly cool. like Beyonce. So, I guess the kind of the question is, is that, <laughs> was that just Beyonce just trying something and liking it and everybody following along? Or was it like a deeper thing that, you know, all these women wanted to look like white women, quote unquote? You know what? I think, honestly, when we see something, when somebody like Beyonce, as big as she is, we want it. Okay. She just had twins. I'm, I want twins now. You know, I'm like, <laughs> twins, yes. This is what's happening. She's don't, amazing. Don't, don't get me started. Don't, so don't get started we want whatever Beyonce has. But, um, you know, I think a lot of times we do try to, the video girls, you know, all those right. girls in those videos and stuff, they had that long weed. They started all that, you know, the, the big butt and the big boobs, the really t itty bitty waist. So then we see that and we pick up on it and we're like, that is what we're supposed to look like. Okay. Let's just, let's just roll right with that. Something that I wanted to bring up was body image. Right. right. Especially in the black community. Um, how do you deal with, with body image as a black woman in America? It's kind of hard when you scroll on Instagram and you see nothing but these perfect shaped women. And you're like, how am I not the only I've got to be the only one that doesn't have that body. Like, how right. does she get this perfect? But then you got to realize half of them are full of shots. They've got their breasts done. You know, they get so many their face done. So when you look at that, it kind of makes you feel like that is how I'm supposed to look. Right. And as a woman, we should be feeling comfortable in our own skin. We shouldn't be trying to 
look like someone else that's not us. You ever thought about getting booty shots or getting getting your boobs done? If I get a rich husband, I'm getting ass shots for sure. I does. I mean, it sounds bad, but I think I really would like them ass shots. <laughs> <laughs> But for now that I'm regular on me, I'm just going to have to appreciate this. But if I was rich, I'd probably turn into one of those girls. I'm like, oh, let me go get the mask shots. Because they all have it. And then they're starting to lie about it. So then, you know, we're looking at it like, okay, you went to the gym two days and all of a sudden your ass is the fattest. Like Nicki Minaj, really? Yeah, yeah. Nice try, though. (laughs) You know, like we're we're not that crazy. We know what's going on. Okay. So me personally... I'd be hypocritical saying if I I'd be hypocritical by saying if I didn't look at that because anytime you see a woman that is curvaceous, right, you know, it catches it's your, right, your instant. But I don't. It, it didn't really do anything for me. Okay. Like, yeah, it, like I said, it's going to catch my attention right away. Right. But right. Then when I realized, like, nah, she paid for that in like some back alley in Tijuana yeah. or something <laughs> like that, like. Nah, yeah, it, it doesn't do anything for me personally. Yeah, I've heard that before from guys. Some guys are like, "You guys do so much. I think you're doing it for each other. Like you, you, you know, I'm not <laughs> worried about all that. You know, I'm not looking at every single thing that's going on with your body. I'm, I'm a regular guy. I like real, and they say yeah. real is perfect. So it's like you hear that, and then it's like, man, maybe guys are telling us, trying to tell us something. Maybe we are over the top. Because here, here's the way I look at it, right? I've I've gone to a couple of strip clubs before, right? Okay. And I've, I've, let's just say I've experienced uh, the real and the ah. fake. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't deal, deal with the fake. Is it, like, that's that's nice to look at. Right, right, right. But as far as like having that every single day, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't want it every single okay. day. Okay, okay. You want the natural, yeah, good, sh- good looking at home, not the whole pretend body and and I think. Well, this is really supposed to be about you, but let me just mm-hmm. let me just say this. I, I think one thing that women this is coming from me. Okay. I think maybe a lot more guys think this way, but this is coming from me. I think women get confused by real and fake. Right. Guys are very visual, right? Right. So when we see the woman with the the fake boobs and the fake ass and you know mm-hmm. all that, yeah, that's a visual thing. Right. 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 But we do have a little bit of a a deeper level than, than just <laughs> oh, that. that's nice to know. I didn't know <laughs> that. Do. So when we see that, that's just you know that's surface oh, level. Okay. okay, that's nice to look at. Okay, but then when you get her home and you know she crazy, <laughs> and you know, and that's all she know, and you want to you know start a family and more right. stuff like that, then it's like yeah, you can't that even do that. Yeah, that's that's not okay. You, that's not what you want. Yeah, like I said, that might just be me. I, I think know. it's most guys, actually. Okay. I, it's got to be. I, I figure it is. I've heard it before. And I've I, heard it before. But what I think it is is that I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, women have like a internal instinct to want to make their man happy. Right, yeah. So when they realize like, oh, well, that's what he likes. Well, I'm going to try and become right. that. But then right. it's like, 
No, don't become that. Yeah. Be the opposite of that. Yep. Yeah, like if you like a certain fa- uh, uh, post on Instagram, yeah. and I'm like, oh, my man liked um, such and such post, and I noticed that she's got that fake body. Oh, I gotta get get you know, I gotta get it together. I gotta look like that. Right. But no, don't do that. <laughs> don't, <laughs> so, don't do that. So yeah, I understand. Okay. So back to body image. Mm-hmm. Um, you watched the Super Bowl this this past weekend. Ooh, about that. Uh-oh. I um I glanced at it a couple times, and that's about it. I didn't really okay. watch watch. I mean, I seen the halftime performance. That's what I wanted to ask you about. Okay, okay. Lady Gaga. Yes, Miss Gaga. Honestly, I didn't give a damn about that halftime show <laughs> when I when <laughs> during the Super Bowl. All I cared about was the football. But I watched the <gasps> halftime show later on. Yeah. And I'm I'm going ahead and say I'm guilty of it. I noticed this too, and then I I went off uh, social media to find out if anybody else was talking about it. Right. Lady Gaga had a little bit of a little pooch right there. I noticed it, but you know, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. I actually was um, at a restaurant with my best friend watching that part. That's the only way I even seen it because mm-hmm. I, you know, I was busy that day. So, I, but I did see it. I was actually at a restaurant for a second, and she said it. I didn't really pay attention to it. That she was like, "Is that like a little pooch on her?" And I'm thinking, like, now let's be fair. Me and you are two BBWs <laughs> talking about a little pouch on this little female. Right. So the fact that she noticed it, and you're right, everybody else noticed it. Everybody started talking about it really bad. And they're like, "Hey, maybe she should have wore a different outfit. Maybe you know." So now we're kind of being mean to her about her little pouch and it's like come on you guys it's just natural but when you're in that fame and you're star like that we have a certain look for you we want you to look a certain way so uh yeah she did have a little pouch i noticed it too (laughs) but i mean i have a pouch i can't really nag on lady gaga about it you know so but she she's always been like a, a i don't know lady gaga is so different and unique that Okay, yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> those, are, those are good words. <laughs> I, I actually, personally, I used to always listen to Lady Gaga. I like her as a, you know, as an artist, but the whole, you know, your body image is the biggest thing. Like, if Beyonce gains a pound, it, we're all on it immediately. Like, oh, Beyonce's getting kind of big. Or any star, actually. Wow. We notice everything. We're like, oh, what are they eating? So, body shaming came up in those episodes of the Talk It Out podcast and okay. my niece's podcast. And... Have you ever dealt with body shaming? Well, you you did. You told me earlier that you dealt with it. So yeah, yeah, it's something where, like, okay, so I mean, it's even worse when you're dating a guy, and you guys break up. And I try not to get to this level of where it became super petty, mm-hmm. but it happens. So when you're arguing with your your significant other, and you guys are on that verge of breakup, that is when you start saying shit that you should not be saying. Like, uh, you got a little dick. Yeah, yeah, you'll say something like that, and then all of a sudden, he'll start calling you a fat bitch. Okay. And it's like, so that's how you felt this whole relationship. You know, that's when you're looking at it. So it hurts, but the older I'm telling you, the older I get, the more I'm like, yo, you feel how you feel. You were fucking me, so what's, (laughs) you know, I didn't, I don't see no problem with it. You obviously at the time didn't see no problem with it. So, I mean, but it's hurtful. You shouldn't be, you know, women are so uh, scared of their body now that it's just, it's sick. And that's how you notice, like, younger girls, they're immediately worried about how they look and their image and, you know, everything. Right. Immediately. And they're they're so scared of people talking about them. 
and the way they're shaped. I've seen so many girls, you know, look at my thigh. Like when you get in high school, that's really where you're kind of like, oh, this person has, you know, a really small waist and my waist is bigger than hers. And right. you're, you're the fattest of the group. You ever seen Mean Girls? It's a girl flick. No, I've heard of it, but I've uh, never seen it. You know what? It's a, actually a really classic movie. Like, you have oh, yeah. to watch it I know it's like, like Friday. You know, it's like yeah. one of those classic movies. Yeah. I've just never seen it. It, it were like Mean Girls when she had gained that weight, and they're like, "You can't sit with us." So it's like, <laughs> so, okay, let's yeah, let's go back to high school. Like, how real is that? It's real. Like, far as girls are crucial to each other, especially high school. That's like the stage where you're like, ugh, everything and everybody. And when you find girls that you don't like or um, bullies, they they'll pick on you about your right. weight. Especially that's why you know we have a lot of suicides going on with the young ones because of the fact that they're being picked on about their size and that's and that's something personal when you're at that age and i definitely when i was um by me going to school with all white girls they're what very skinny they all have that nice you know straight straight shape and it's like okay that's how i'm supposed to look so personally i actually even went through a stage where i was like not eating Really? Yeah. So I was like, oh, I got to look a certain way. I'm just going to try to lose more weight, try to lose more weight. So I was, like, not eating all day. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, I stopped out there a while because I'm personally gritty at heart. <laughs> right. So about a month or two, I was like, you know, I'm going to have to pick up back eating. <laughs> I'm not. I'm going to have to stop starving myself. This anorexia life is not for me anymore. <laughs> so at, at what point in your life did you just realize, like, fuck it i'm just gonna be me or do you still like struggle with, with some of those same so things? i still struggle sometimes and it's more so like personal like come on angie we could lose a couple pounds so we could look good for something or go right. somewhere you know just to feel better about myself right. so it's not so much i care about what everybody else is saying because right now you know if i get with a dude and he sees how i am you know Fuck it. This is it, Michael Jackson. Okay, so <laughs> whatever whatever you looking for, this is it. Like, when you meet me, this is me. This is how I am. So the older you get, though, I just feel like you just become more comfortable in your skin as a woman. And you're like, okay, this is this is how I am. Okay. Um, let's, let's transition. Okay. Um, I kind of asked you before about your upbringing. Like, you said you were basically raised by your grandmother. Your mother was still in your life, too. Mm-hmm. Um. Was it kind of instilled in you early that you need to get married? Um, yeah, it actually was a little bit. You know, find you a guy, mm-hmm. settle down, and get married, and that that's how it's supposed to go. Okay. that That is just really how it was supposed to go back in the day. Are you married now? No, I am not. I've <laughs> never been even proposed to, damn it. <laughs> okay. Um, so... Do you feel that there's kind of like a clock over your head that's counting down? The older I get, I think so. Like my, you know what, my friends are, I hang around older people. But my friends are like in their 30s and 35s. I'm scared for them. Why is that? Because I'm like, yo, your clock is, it's, I mean, it's like a time bomb at this point, And I don't <laughs> want to get to that damn time bomb. I'm scared. But no. You know, you just, I like I try to tell everybody, you just got to be patient and wait right. your turn, you know. It's coming slowly. And, you know, I already have a child. Okay. So, 
by that happening for me, it was an honest blessing. I love my daughter to death. But sometimes I feel like I wish I could have had it a little differently. So that way maybe I could have been married or, you know, so that she would have like a father figure. Because her dad is not in her life right now. So you want... You want that out of life. You want to go in that order, cause it's it's just a you know easier for you on as a person. But life happens, so it's nothing you can do about that. Okay. Quick question. Yeah. Um. Do you consider yourself the the mommy and the daddy? You know what? I personally don't consider myself the dad. Okay. I, I feel like this. Um, when you have a kid, it's a man and a woman. Okay. And as a woman, I can do my part and I can do more, but I cannot do a man's job. And that's just that's just how I feel personally. And I always say this. I say I love single moms. I think they're the best ones. They do so much. They go through a lot and they deserve all the praise. But at some point, while raising your child, you're making a sacrifice as a single person because it's yeah. made for two. It's a job that's for two. It's no other way it should have been done, right. you know. So when you're doing all that work and you, you're trying to go to work, you're trying to go to school, you're trying to be a mom, and you're trying to do everything else you can think of. During the day, you have so many things to do. And it's like, when do I get this break as a single parent? Right. So I honestly don't feel like a mom sh- can be both. We can okay. do all we can do, right? You know what I'm saying, and be everything that. But I just feel like we can't be the dad too. Okay. Um, and you, like I said, you don't have to jump into this if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. But do you feel you're saying he's not in her life, right? Do you feel like there's a lot of stuff that she's missing out on that she needs from a guy in her life? Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's important that um, especially young girls feel a love from their dad. Because right. that's where it starts at. You know, as a young female, you look up to your dad. Right. And how he treats you is what you're going to start looking for when you get older. Okay. And so when you don't have your dad there and he's missing, it's kind of you, you have a, a, a void in your life right there like where you're like, okay, what? At the young age, you don't notice it, of course. You know, right. you're like, okay, he's not around. Mm, okay, but the older you get, you you start to feel some type of way. And that's where they always say that. They joke about it, like the daddy issues. Yeah. Like, oh, that girl's got daddy issues. I believe that's true. You know, I okay. believe you can really have daddy issues if he's not in your life. So, I mean, you're, you're dealing with this now. How do you make up for that? I mean, um, and like I said, I'm a guy. I don't have kids. I'm, oh, you know, so I don't no know. No kids. Yeah. No. Um. For um, for my daughter, she has my dad. Okay. My dad actually wasn't the best dad for me. Okay. So I okay. grew up. He was there, but not there. Okay. So like, you know, I'd see him, but I didn't have a connection with my dad. Okay. But he has a good connection with my daughter. And I part, I, I mean, I kind of feel like it might have been because he felt guilty right. for our relationship right. that he's kind of really involved in her, you know. Like Trying to make up for yeah. not being there for you. Yep. Okay. Yep. So for personally for my daughter, I feel like she, um, she has him and he's a good, you know, he's a good role model for her. 
you know, he's respectable to his wife and everything like that. So I feel like that's a good role model. But it's important for the girls to have somebody, a male figure, you know, in their life where they see how a woman should be treated. Right. You were saying uh, that father-daughter relationship is kind of where the little girl learns how to deal with guys. Right. And let's kind of go back to where you were talking about um, when you were go, you go out and hang out and stuff. You go to the club or whatever. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those lessons come into play when you're out and about, you're grown, you're out in the club, and right. you're dealing with men. Right. A guy comes up to you in the club. Mm-hmm. You're with your girls. Y'all all looking good. Guy comes up to you. What's the right way and the wrong way to approach? Well, we'll just say you. You know what? That's so funny about that. I can't tell you how many guys approach me and start talking and don't tell me their damn name or ask for mine. That is very frustrating. <laughs> like you have talked to me, had a whole conversation, and you have not said, "Hi, my name is." Like I don't even know you. Just talking and talking. I don't <laughs> like that. I like for you to be able to introduce yourself. Okay. Um. If a guy is approaching us, just, I feel like, mm, I don't know. I, I personally, when guys approach you, I mean, it's okay. I like I, I like it. It's just like we give you vibes. We You should be picking up on our vibe. Okay. Whether we like it or not. <laughs> we, I mean, if you see a roll in her eyes, has she looked the other way the whole time? Right. It's like, no, leave me alone now. Okay. But when you're coming to approach me, um, just be friendly, you know, say hi to my friends if I'm with them. We, we pick up on all that. Like, how, how is he? You know, did he come over? Did he smell nice? Right. Is his teeth all crooked? Or, you know, <laughs> oh, God. So I've had guys that came up to me and I'm like, mm, mm-mm. And then they don't even get the hint. That's even worse. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Something else that came up on the, especially on the Talk It Out podcast, mm. catcalling. Oh God! Oh God! Well, I just. Oh God! There's just, nothing just, worse. That is so annoying. Just roll with it. <laughs> that is that is beyond annoying. Like get, get look, it off your chest. <laughs> you'll look back and you'll be like, uh-uh, no, that's not the way to approach a woman. And I think that is it's just disrespectful. Okay. And then those are the ones that typically they'll be like, hey, you know, you yelling at you and stuff. And then when you say, no, I'm not interested, no, fuck you then, bitch. You know, it's like, so it's like, damn, <laughs> did I deserve all that? Okay. Well, that answered that. <laughs> <laughs> um, wh- what is the weirdest place or the weirdest situation you've been approached by a guy? Mm. I really don't know. That's a good question. I don't know that one. I can't even think of nothing that was odd out of the place okay let me throw this out there have you ever been approached <laughs> uh, let, me, let me lay out the scenario let's say you go to the club with the girls okay. and no guy talks to you the whole night right mm. you go home you a little bit hungover you wake up the next morning you got a, a rag around your head <laughs> you got your, your two small bubble coat with the right. pockets way up oh top my goodness. got on some sweatpants and some flip-flops okay and you go to the grocery store or the, the liquor store and some guy comes and talks to you. Oh, God. <laughs> Have you ever had that happen? Yeah. I, I've noticed that sometimes, like, where you'll be bummy. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what in the hell? Like, I was looking good the other night, and no one said nothing. But now that I look like who did it and why, my shit don't match. Like, mm-hmm. what do you want? 
But yeah, that does happen, and it's kind of awkward. I immediately I should feel honored. I should be like, okay, he likes me at my worst. This is this is it. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, mm, why does he want to holler at me? Like, what's going on? <laughs> and they, they were talking about this on the show, and it was like, like hey, I was wearing sweatpants, and this guy come talking to me. I'm like. Should that be a good thing? You would think so, but it's our chill state, so we're like, no, this is not the time. We don't want you to see us like this. But okay, you just gonna have to explain this to me. I'm, I'm, teach me. Um, for us, I think we're always trying to dress up and impress and look good. So like, if I run out the house and um, shit don't match and my hair's a mess and it's like he came along right now to talk to me, like, no, this is not the time. Wait till I look good. Wait till I'm all jazzed up and dolled up. Wait. <laughs> okay, but you gotta okay, and like this is coming from a guy's perspective, right? I don't know if I'm if I see you and I'm like oh, she looks like a nice young lady. Right. I, I want to talk to her. Right. I don't know if I'm ever going to see you again. I don't know yeah, if I'm ever going to see true. you when you're all jazzed up. I see you right now. But you know what? Something funny about that. I would actually like if I meet a guy. I've actually done this. Like I've met him, and I think I wasn't looking all that great. I was tore up i was so excited to get dressed for the date so i looked like a totally you know different person <laughs> like damn damn she cleans up well like you want that excitement so i guess it's not always a bad thing okay um well shoot well i got you here let me let me throw this scenario at you mm-hmm. this actually happened to me and me and my niece were talking about this one day got off of work i stopped at a gas station mm-hmm. i go in pay for my gas and i'm coming out as i'm as i'm coming out this nice looking young lady comes walking in okay and um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a gentleman, so okay. I held the door open for her. Okay. So, and that was it. I just held the door open right. for her. She was like, well, thank you. I'm like, you're welcome. Yeah. So I go to pump my gas. She comes out. She comes over and talks to me. Oh, wow. Right? She, so I'm like, oh, thank you for holding the door for me. You know, guys don't really do stuff like right. that. And, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, just. This is who I am. Dead. Exactly. <laughs> so we started talking and had a little conversation. You know, I'm throwing the jokes out there. Ha ha okay. ha. All that good stuff. Okay. So now mind you just got off of work, right? Right. So I'm get, I finished pumping my gas. I'm getting ready to go. So I'm like, well, let me get your phone number. Right. I don't know what happened. Okay. Her whole mood just changed. And she oh. was like, Oh, you gonna ask me for my number looking like you just got off of work? And I'm like, I, <laughs> I did just get off of work. <gasps> and like I, I don't like her whole demeanor just changed. Like it, it became like her nose turned up at me. Oh, wow. And I'm like, ma'am, you driving a busted Honda Civic <sighs> and you like making <laughs> making jokes about me, you know, like to my I, I look like I just got off of work and I'm like All Right. So I have no idea what happened. That was an odd encounter, actually. The fact that she even came over to talk to you says that should have said, like, hey, I want to talk to you. I want your number or something. Because that's the only way I would have ever approached you. Like, I'd have been like, yeah, thank you for opening the door. But I would have never came up to you and talked to you. You know what I'm saying? So that was a brave move for her. I I know I personally don't do that. But I would think she wanted more from that. I don't see why she was offended that you tried to get her number. So did, did did I read that wrong? Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I think she maybe had personal issues. She might have been one of them crazy ones. So and that's what I thought too. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> so like me and my niece were talking about it, and because I had posted this up on Facebook, and all these people were like, "Well, what happened? Like, what did you right. do?" I'm like, "I didn't right. do what anything. Did I don't wrong? think I did anything wrong." But yeah, my niece was saying like, 
I kind of felt like you had like a sense of entitlement, like you were entitled to her phone number. I'm like, but uh, okay. no, she came up to right, me. Right, right. And like, she didn't put out really any vibes of, like you were okay. saying, like she didn't give me the vibe that she was like annoyed or anything. Right, right. Like she, she gave she, you she a was vibe. The, I was yeah. looking for my best jokes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, so, okay. So okay. She felt good, but it was just, maybe she just literally wanted to just talk to you. Maybe that's really what it was. I mean, the odds of that, I really don't know. But she just wanted pure conversation, and you took it too far. Pure conversation at the gas station. (laughs) (laughs) She just needed someone to talk to for a second to make her smile and laugh. Okay, we'll roll with that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just going to have to go with that, because I really don't know why she did that. That was awkward. (laughs) I thought so, too. Um, All right, we'll start winding this down a little bit. Okay. Um, What do you look for in a guy? You know, when I go on a date, I won't answer that question. The reason being is because I feel like this. Guys know what the hell we look for. Like, you guys know we want a gentleman. That's all. That's like all that stuff that we want will all fall in that category of gentlemen. We want the kind guy, the trustworthy, loyal. All of that stuff falls into being a good gentleman. And... I feel like if I go on a date and somebody asks me that, I'm nervous. Because then I'm like, well, what's like, what do you think you should be like? You know, so right. I feel like maybe you're asking me that question just so you can be like, um, yeah, what, would, what are you looking for? What do I need to pretend to be to sleep with you tonight? Let's see. That's how I feel like that question comes off. Because as okay. a guy, I think guys know what the hell they should be, you know, as a man. Like, when okay. you grow up, you're like, okay, this is what women look for. And we all look for the same thing. Black, white, Asian, every other color in the book, we pretty much look for the same type of thing in a guy. If you're serious about it. Okay. In theory, mm-hmm. I agree with you. But, and like I said, I, I consider myself to be a gentleman. Okay. I've, <clears throat> I've dealt with what I like to call nice guy problems okay a lot of nice guy uh, problems, okay. right so uh the definition of insanity is continually to do the same thing over and over again <laughs> expecting the same uh different result right <laughs> so when i'm nice guy mm-hmm. and i'm continuously not you know uh, getting rejected okay naturally I'm, like, I'm doing something wrong right 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 so and especially, I feel like especially growing up in the city of Detroit, for some reason, it's like this mentality that if a guy is nice, he's a punk, he's a bitch, mm-hmm. you know, he's not a real man. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, okay, well, I tried that, so let me try the other way. <laughs> and then when you start getting results that way, it's like, wow, okay, right. well, this is actually working for me. That's horrible. And I honestly, like, I, I kind of went through kind of went through a little bit of a phase okay and like it started working for me but what i realized was is that well at the end of the day these aren't really the women i really want to be with be with mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. If, if you feel like a guy has to you know be hyper masculine and disrespect you mm-hmm. and talk to you a certain kind of way or even you know hit you or stuff like that right that's not who i am okay so i don't want to deal with you Right. I've kind of adopted like a blend of a little bit of bad on top of the good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you worked it out. (laughs) But 
Yeah, women, I think in theory, yeah, women do want a gentleman. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what it is, but it seems like at a certain point, it's almost like you start feeling he's a little bitch, and then you can yeah. run over him. Yeah, the women will take advantage of that. If we notice, like, hmm, he's a punk. Let me roll right over this nigga. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's like, damn. But, no, I, I mean, I personally just... I don't. At the end of the day, I don't want that stuff. I don't right. want a guy who's mean. Of course, that bad boy edge. That's probably how you guys feel about our with our bodies and that fake body. Like, damn, that looks good, but you don't want it. I want that. I look at that bad boy like, mmm, but so, I don't want him. So what? Is, what? What is it about that? That bad boy edge. What, I don't what is it? No, it's not. I think it's the sexiness of it. The masculine, like, damn. He, you know, he's he's doing all that. He's got a, a record. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, I don't want to bring your no job ass home. So <laughs> selling weed all day. No, thank you. Okay. So you you like masculine men, right? Mm-hmm. When when does masculinity become hyper masculinity? When it, when does it become too much? Those bodybuilders. No. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it, it, I forgot who said this. I think it was Kevin Hart. He was like, <laughs> dudes keep going to the gym. when they, They're like, you got all the muscles, man. You won. Don't, <laughs> you know, you don't have to do it no more. Right, you won the right, game. Right, right. There's no more to, you know. But, no, um, I I don't know. I, I like it. I think it's, I don't know if it's ever really too much. I like it. Okay. I mean, I, I guess I had to find out one day if I'd be like, oh, whoa, that's way too masculine. <laughs> but you know what? I look for it even more now because uh, it's a lot more gay men. So I look uh, for it even more. Like, did he, does he hang out with his boys a lot? Is there something I should know? <laughs> like, I'm a little bit more aware of it. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with them, but I just like to know. Right. And, you know, there's times where I go out and, <laughs> and this is pretty bad. But you're trying to determine if he could be, if he's gay or not. If I even have to question it, I'm out of there. Okay. <laughs> like, I won't even try to figure it out. Because, you know, I have men approach me sometimes, and I'm like, you like, you know, men and women? You know, <laughs> you have to ask sometimes because they're, they're, they come off not so masculine sometimes. Right. So I actually like to see more of it now just so I can be like, yeah, he, he's all the way into females. <laughs> well, so, all right, another uh, story from my life. This was, uh, I want to say, my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to say her name, but it was this girl that was in uh, English class with me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were cool. We would talk, but, like, I never really, I, I guess because I was such a nice guy and a gentleman, I never right. really, like, you know, approached her like that. But, mm-hmm. like, you know, other guys in the school would, like, you know, just walk up to her, slap her on the ass. Oh, my. Her, stuff like that. I guess she liked that. Oh. So, one day I was, I was walking home, and, you know, she gave me a ride home. Okay. And then, like, she just, like, asked me, like, straight up, was like, Devin, are you gay? <laughs> I'm like what? <laughs> I'm like I just I just wanted to know because you like you never grabbed me on the ass or anything like that. I'm like, <laughs> like I'm like I'm sorry for treating you with self respect. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She definitely was out there at that age. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> obese. <laughs> that was a bit much, but yeah, sometimes um, we can take it as maybe he's gay. If you're not coming on to us the strongest some men do. You know, some guys are like, mm, they're all over you. They want to touch you. You get with a guy and he's not like all over you touching you. You're like, something I don't know. <laughs> or you get a guy that wants to be your friend like, 
why you just want to be my friend? I'm pretty hot. Like, what right. am I missing? So sometimes you can uh, misunderstand people. So I guess the question is, is like, how do you find, how does a guy find that balance of, you know, treating you with respect, but still like not throwing off that vibe that, you know, I want to do your hair or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, I think we just kind of look at you and you're like, you, if you're flirting with us, okay, you know, you guys can flirt. Sometimes flirting, guys say things, you're like, damn, like, you, we just met. Like, why are you right. so aggressive? Like, no, but what we're trying to find out is, like, is he, is he really, you know, is he being too pushy with it or right. is it just, like, cute flirting? Because there's some flirting where, you know, sometimes if we've been on a couple of dates and you grab my ass a little or something, like, okay, fine. If you're over the top, you know, I've had been on a date where a guy was the first date. I can't tell you how much he touched. He touched me more than I touched my damn self. I'm like, I just meant, like, don't touch me no more. You're like, you're touching my thigh. You know, then that's too personal right. at some point. So when you first meet somebody, it should never be, like, that forceful on somebody. You're like, give me a kiss. I want a kiss. Give me a kiss. You know, right. you don't even know me. Right. So that that's too much. But we do like that, you know, where you're flirting with us. Oh, you know, I like your hair, whatever. You can say things that will let us know. Right. But you don't have to be, like, forceful with that shit. That's irritating. Okay. Um, do you feel safe around men? Sometimes. I get worried if they're a little bigger than me. Like, so like me, yeah. Like you, right? Like if you, if I feel like if I look at you like, damn, he could take me, you know, pick me up and take me somewhere and put me in the trunk. Then that's why I'm like a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie. But if it's like you know a regular little small guy, that's why I can't do short guys. Cause like if I was in a relationship with a guy who's shorter than me, I know I would be disrespectful. And it's not even by, it's not even like on purpose. I just don't. That's another thing. I don't feel safe with you. You get what I'm saying? So. Yeah. If I am with a little guy, I won't feel safe with him. If I'm with a too big of a guy, I don't feel safe. So maybe we just don't feel safe at all. <laughs> but I like my guys to be bigger. I okay. mean, ouch, as far as safety, I try to watch out who I go out with. Okay. And just how we just met in this public place. Right. You know, it's like people see me come in here with you. Right. I mean, they, I'm, they don't know you, but, I mean, somebody's going to be like, yeah, she was in here with a guy. He was this size, this, you know, they're going to say something. Right. But I safety, it's hard nowadays. It's really hard. That's the whole reason why I don't, I'm not in that era, that Netflix and chill. I will not go to your house and watch TV. Right. I feel like there's no reason for that. I don't know who's in the closet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what's going on. So I will not do that. But well, for us, I think if we just kind of watch our surroundings, it's really important for females. But I normally don't get a bad vibe from the guys I hang out with. I like it. And they're, they're most of the time, they're just nice people. Okay. Um, any pet peeves you got about guys that you want to get off your chest? There's so many. There's so many. I've got time. Go ahead. <laughs> Let it roll. No. Um, <laughs> my biggest pet peeve with guys, is, yeah, it's definitely that Netflix and chill dating style that we have. Mm-hmm. We've adopted that now, and that's that's the norm. Like this is it. Like when you when he calls you, like, hey, you want to come over? It's like, oh, that is so annoying. I'm not I'm not under eighteen. I'm a grown ass woman who likes to go out, and I want to see you out of your natural habitat. Okay, like that's True. how I feel. I feel like you're getting to know me, and you want to just chill on the couch and watch TV, and then for a little while. 
Yeah, and then then that's when I get felt on. Like, no, I I really just appreciate if we go out and about. So that's irritating. Now, dating has become very irritating with that. Um, some guys will text you to fucking death. <laughs> I, I, you know what? And like when you're texting somebody, you just constantly keep texting them and texting them. Eventually, you get bored. Like you've never picked up the phone to call me. Like not one time. Make sure y'all taking notes, fellas. Take, like, take notes, take you notes. should call us once in a while. We like that. We talk a lot. We don't ever shut up. So you have yeah, to think. <laughs> <laughs> you have to think. We want to hear you. We want to talk to you. I want to tell you all the issues in my life that you don't give a damn about. You know what I'm saying? So right. if we just constantly texting and that's all I am to, that's irritating. Or you have some guys who will text you only after midnight. So you, he tries to convince you that he had no time during that day, but you know better. What if he works the night shift? If he works night shift? Yeah. Like, I work the night shift. And you work night shift, and you know I'm asleep during night. So when you get off of work, <laughs> I need you to call me or text me at that time. Okay. Not at that late-ass hour, because that's irritating. Unless, now, that is um, something good, though, because if... You're working nights. I do understand you could be up. So you might be able to shoot me a text and I know that you're, you know, you're a yeah. night shift. So that's okay. That That's fine. But if your ass is just up <laughs> watching whatever porno or whatever, however freaky mood you're in and you want to text me like that is irritating. Don't bother me. Okay. Like a- any other pet peeves you want to get off your chest? Yeah. Stop sending us dick pics. It's no way around it. That shit is annoying. It's not, it's not. I mean, it doesn't do nothing for me. As a woman, it doesn't. I mean, as soon as a guy sends you a dick pic, I done sent it to already five of my girlfriends, okay? <laughs> we're laughing and we're talking about it. Meanwhile, I'm telling you, like, oh, nice. And that's it. Like, I, I just don't get nothing from it. Man. I, that never really been my thing, but okay. Yeah, I just don't. I honestly don't get nothing from it. I think you guys get something from, you know, the girls. Yes, yes we do. Yes, but yes, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. But yep. for us, mm-hmm. I mean, if I don't say, you know, Yo, send me a dick pic. I'm really not interested. It does nothing for me. Okay. That's annoying. Anything else? Um. Yeah, you got. Mm, let's no. go through your notes. Anything on your notes that you wanted? Mm. She prepared notes, y'all. <laughs> this might be the I first wanna, first guest that prepared notes. So I didn't want to forget anything that was super important. Um. No, I think that's all pretty good. Why are all men dogs? Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's another thing. Ladies, we can't have a negative outlook on all men. They're not all the same. There's still some good ones out there. We may never find them, <laughs> but they are out there. <laughs> um, you sure you don't? Yeah. You I can guess. ask away. You know, you got, you got any questions for me? Oh, as a guy? Yeah, um, as a guy. You know. Why do guys take the time to get to know you when they only wanted to sleep with you? <clears throat> okay. I'm glad you asked that because that's a question that I had for you when I was going to leave off. But <clears throat> I'll answer that with this question. Okay. Can women have sex with a guy without really knowing anything about him? They can. I can't. I personally can't. Okay. But they can. Okay. So... But you say personally you can't, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> I'm trying to remember who who this was. It was a it was a comedian who uh man, I can't remember who it was. But <laughs> what he was saying was is that if you put sex in front of an object of a 
in front of a, a guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you put an object in front of sex. Mm-hmm. A guy's gonna move that fucking object somehow. <laughs> <laughs> like, Chris, I believe it. Chris Porter. That's who it was. Great comedian. Oh, okay. What he was saying was is that if all the women in the world was like, I'm not having sex until they cure cancer. He said it'd be two weeks. <laughs> and cancer is getting <laughs> we'll cured. We'll find it. Huh? Like that movie. Um, I don't know if you watched it. That movie Chirac. Where I didn't. I didn't watch it, but I knew the premise. Okay. That basically, like the women were saying, like we're going on a sex strike until all the violence in the city of oh, Chicago okay. stops. Okay. Trust me, it'll work. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. will work. <laughs> yeah. If if a guy if a guy has it in his mind that he wants to sleep with you, he's going to do whatever it takes to get that done. Okay. Good, bad, or indifferent, he's going to do whatever it takes to get okay. that done. So, if it takes. If it takes, you know, getting to know you and buttering you up. You're going to do it. That's pretty damn bad. Hey. That's pretty damn bad. I'm like, I'm like Puffy. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just telling you how, <laughs> how it is, not how it might be. I, yeah, because I definitely had guys get to know me, like strongly get to know me. They're asking you down, like, what's your dog's name types of, you know, like stuff that you're like, oh, he wants to know my favorite color. Oh, he wants to know all this good stuff about me. Then you get with them and it's like. What? What? You want to sleep with me now? Like, we just were getting to know each other. Right. Like, I thought you liked me for me. And really, yeah. you had a different intent. Yeah. Yeah, your intentions changed. So it's like, oh, okay. So that's happened. That's happened quite a few times where I'm like, now I didn't get hip to it. So now I can't, I don't really fall for that no more. So I, like, let guys get to know me. They slowly start, sh- like, showing things that says, I kind of want to fuck. Sometimes they do. I met one guy, and he's been talking to me for a little bit, and he was just like, he slowly was like, I would like for you to, you know, come sit on my lap. Or he started saying, like, real sexual things. So it started to show with him. Uh, But I've had other guys where I completely had no idea, none whatsoever, that that's where that was heading. I thought he was just trying to get to know me and maybe be his girlfriend. I I watch a lot of comedians. I feel like comedians are, like, the best – Sociologists in the world, they, yeah, yeah, just perfect. Yep, Chris Rock said it best. It's like ever since you hit puberty, every guy that's ever been <laughs> nice to you has been trying to fuck you. Yeah, and I, I would say ninety nine point nine percent of the time that is true. You yeah. get a couple guys that are you know just genuinely they just nice. generally don't want to get to know me. They just really want to fuck. But like, I mean, even even guys that want to get to know you, yeah, they still they wanna, still want to fuck. Look, like, I, I've got, <clears throat> well, I got a girlfriend now, so this doesn't really necessarily apply. But before I got with her, <laughs> I've had female friends that I never did anything with. But if they was like, Devin, come get this, I'd be like, <laughs> don't threaten me with a good time. Be like, all right, I'm on my way. See, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, and that that's another thing I think. Well, with dating, like women, we're looking for you like mm, is he a lifetime partner does he have right. a job you know what's his career like you know so the kids we're looking for all of that while you guys are looking like mm, i wonder what color underwear she has on <laughs> you know so i think that's another major issue with us men and women because we're kind of right. on two different levels immediately when you first start talking and i think part of it too is like where you're at in your life too mm-hmm. like kind of the 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 scale I have in my head is that, and correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. or if you disagree, I feel like women's quote unquote prime is like from 18 to about 25, 26. Mm-hmm. A guy's prime really is from about 30 and up. 
Okay. And it this goes back to the last question I wanted to, the last topic I wanted to bring up. Bring up. My man uh, Q from the Critical Dump. Shout out to you, Q. <laughs> he started. He was the one that really started a big debate in like the Pie Squad. Okay. And it, it was on my niece's show. He, I don't know, if it, it might have been my niece's show, but what he was saying was that women and men's objectives are different. Right. <laughs> and basically, women are the object, mm-hmm. and men are the wallet. Mm. So, men look at women as objects. Okay. Right? Okay. I want that. Right. I need. I'm trying to get that. Right. Right. And what what he was saying was that women look at men as wallets. Like, like, oh, he got money. He's got a job. He's got health insurance. He's got right. benefits. We've so, been adding it all up. Yeah. So, basically, <laughs> what he was saying was is that relationships are a barter system. <laughs> I'm giving you this money that's in my wallet mm-hmm. for you being the object. Right. 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 Do you agree with that? Do you disagree? Do you, I mean, you think he's absolutely crazy? I mean, actually, he he's actually making a good point about it, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of a sad point. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> but I think it's kind of true, though, to be honest with you. As women, we do look. And we're like, hmm, what does he have? Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm not going to lie. When I look meet a guy and he's like, I don't have a job. Right. You know, like it's immediate turn down. So, or if you meet a guy and he's like, oh, yeah, I work here. I own my own company. You're like, mm, mm, tell me more. You know, <laughs> is that your bins? You know, type thing. Right. So, I do think that is actually true what he's talking about as far as, you know, us and how we look at you guys. And then you guys are definitely like, oh, damn, okay, she's nice. I like her. Her, I want her. Yeah, we talked about it before, like ass shots and stuff yeah, like that. Like, okay. Yeah, I, I like that. That's nice. Yeah, I want her to come home with me. That's the one I want. Okay. So, that's true. There's some truth in that. It's it's kind of sad, and I think it could be a little bit more to it. Yeah, it's, and I think that's what the problem was, is that when it was really the ladies from the Talk It Out podcast that heard him say that, and I could tell like they didn't like that. Yeah. And and it's understandable because yeah. that's not how you want things to be. Yeah, we don't want to like make it look like that, but but I don't being honest. But I don't I don't think Q was saying it was right, wrong, or different. He was just, just being you know. I'm gonna tell you how it is. And yeah. Not yeah. how it might be. I mean, it, that's, yeah. that's the way it is. And, you know, uh, sometimes as women, we, we definitely, you know, we look for that. But you have to understand we look for other things as women. We really do. Not just your money and your wallet. I've what actually, are those other things? <laughs> I actually dated guys that were broke. It didn't work out, but I did <laughs> date. Okay? So I wasn't always, always about the money all the time. And it, it shouldn't be because at the end of the day, if – that person, you know, something horrible happens to them or anything like that, and they lose their job, it's layoffs. Are you still going to love that person? Right. You know? Well, that's the question. And that is actually very important. When you meet somebody, it's, it's more so about finding out about them. And because it don't matter really with the money. Because at, at the end of the day, if they're not the one, you're going to leave. You're not going to stay around if they don't have what you want. Okay. Anything else you wanted to ask me? Mm, no, nothing I could think of. Mm-mm. No. I mean, when you get home and you be wondering all this certain stuff about guys. <laughs> 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 like, why he do this? Or why do you guys do this? But um, I can't think of nothing else major. Well, I'm, yeah, 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 I think I... 
got pretty much everything I needed. Okay. Um, so let me ask you this. What, what did you think about this here uh, podcast experience? It was pretty cool. I got to talk about stuff um, that I that I normally, you know, don't really talk about unless it's with my girls. Right. So it's kind of cool to kind of talk to a guy and express how I feel, you know, and give you an insight of certain things about me. Because, you know, women, sometimes you'd be surprised at what other women go through. Right. And you wouldn't even know. There's things that I told you today you would never even guess. You'd have been like, hmm, she went through that? Oh. Right. You know, so that that's why it's like, it's it's cool to be able to express and be able to get how you feel out there. Because right. everybody feels different. And, you know, it, it was funny because I was thinking about people who I could talk to about this. I'm like, I kind of want to talk to somebody that I really don't know. Because mm-hmm. I felt like if it was somebody I know, they... I don't know. It might get too comfortable. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. With with me, I tend to, like, getting to know people. Because I feel like when you get to know somebody, like, that first time, you really get to learn a lot. Yeah, A lot do. more. Yeah. Like, people that, you know, I, I know, they're going to tell me stuff, and they might leave out important details because it's me. But, right, right. You know. Um, but I enjoyed this. Like like I said, I, I saw your, your Instagram post, and I'm like, she might be a good candidate to do this this, uh, conversation with and I appreciate it. I thank you for uh, jumping on the show. Thank you. I appreciate you for even having me and talking to me. I know I was running late today. <laughs> yeah, we ain't gonna talk about that. That's all. That if you're gonna talk about pet peeves, that's like number one <laughs> on my list. Thing, I mean, isn't damn. It? Late to every <laughs> single thing. But today wasn't my fault. I was gonna be on time. But my best friend never, and her it's hair. It's never your fault. Hmm? It's never your fault. I know. I'm sorry. It's never. <laughs> but you know what? What? A guy can't be late. Oh, I get pissed. All right. I'm starting calling you Double Standard Jones. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, if I'm trying not to be late to dates. I try my hardest not to be late to dates. How does that work out? It usually goes pretty good. <laughs> it might be a couple minutes late. I actually had a, I was waiting for a date for an hour and a half. Guess who was mad by the end of that date? Me. I don't, I mean, I feel like that's your first impression and right. you know he's supposed to be trying to do all, everything he can to impress your ass so if he's running that late it's gonna be like nah I'm straight like you know you made a commitment to me right we were supposed to meet at a certain time I've been stood up before yeah, so yeah I've been um, I've been stood up before so that's like mm, mm. that was harsh you wanna talk about that I listen <laughs> I sat on the couch I was dressed. I was fully dressed. I, you know what? Okay. You guys are going to be like, this is crazy. But anyway, I've been talking to a guy, and I met him online. Of course, that's where I do all my damn online meeting. It's, it's positives and negatives to that. But um, I met him online, and we were talking. Everything was going good. He's like the, the gentleman. You know, he's got all these good signs. Right. Never seen this coming from him. He would probably be the last guy I ever thought would do this. Okay, so he wanted to go to a Lions game. I've never been. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. First date, and I Wait, said first date of the Lions game. Yeah, I was surprised because I'm like, whoa, you want to you know buy me a Lions ticket? Like that's a lot going on. Trust me, they're not that expensive. <laughs> they're not good. The team is not good. They're cheap. You can get them pretty cheap on StubHub. Trust me. He, well, he said. I went, I went to four games last year. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He said you're fine. He said, um, 
I want to take you somewhere you had never been. So that's why it was the Lions. And I said, oh, yeah, i never seen them. And I'm, I'm a pretty cool girl. So I'm cool with the sports thing. I don't know about baseball. I've heard it's very boring. You'll be surprised. A Tigers game is actually pretty oh, Okay. You'll, you'll be surprised. Somebody said I need to be super wasted. That definitely adds oh, okay. to the excitement. Okay, okay. <laughs> that definitely well, adds to it. <laughs> yeah, so um, I um, waited for him that morning. I'm sorry. Well, hold on. Let me start that over. You got to edit that out. Anyway, that morning. I'm leaving it in. <laughs> <laughs> that morning I got dressed. I FaceTimed him. Now, remember, we've only, we FaceTimed him a couple times. Right. But, you know, never in person. So we talked, and he's like, okay, yeah, babe, I'm going to, you know, get ready. I'm going to come get you. Now, that's another thing. I do not trust guys enough to come get me for the first date. Okay. I normally be like, uh-uh, I'll meet you. Right. Like, I have my own car. I'll meet you. That's normally how I am. But I was comfortable enough with even giving him my address to say, okay, you can come pick me up. That's right. cool. So that's how you know we've been talking, you know, for a couple for little, months, yeah. and I'm comfortable. Anyway. Um, he's like, okay, so we hang up. I get dressed, I'm ready, you know, I'm getting ready. And then all of a sudden, he texts me back and he says, um, I can't find the tickets. Uh oh. So I'm like, oh no. You know, so I didn't think nothing of it first, okay? So I'm waiting, I'm waiting. So about an hour later, I text him and I'm calling him. No response. So before you know it, I'm sitting on the couch eating a bag of chips and it's four hours later and I have not heard nothing from him. Why did I sit on that couch that long? I don't know. I think I might have been a little sad. But, um, I, I mean, I heard nothing for the rest of the day. His phone was ringing, everything. I had nothing. Wow. So you can imagine, like, I, by this time, I've already called my girls. I'm never <laughs> talking to him again. He stood me up. You know, they're like, yeah, you come over, bring the yeah, ice cream girl. and the wine. Yeah. You're going to wait and exhale. We're going to talk all this <laughs> shit about him. So anyway, the next day, he actually wrote on my Instagram page. I had posted something. I, I always post a crazy meme. But I had posted something, and he wrote on my Instagram page, and he said, I'm so sorry, babe. My phone died. I about fell out. <laughs> I, okay, so the old me would have, like, went off and cussed him out and everything else because I wanted to so bad. Right. But I'm like, you know, I'm trying to be more calm and you know let shit go i can't be all negative so i was like i didn't say nothing i just erased his comment okay that made me feel a little better <laughs> well um after that it was just like we really didn't talk you know like we it dwindled away i was you know at that point i'm i'm salty were, about that probably, yeah, yeah i'm done like i'm i'm ugh, what you don't do that. No. <laughs> so I had told my mom, you know, she's like, oh, no. You know, that's the uh, ultimate no. Well, now this happened back in November. Recently this year, he hit me back up. Yeah, season's over now. So, mm. <clears throat> so he hit me back up and he's like, hey, I want to I wanna meet up with you. So, you know, of course, I'm holding this over his head heavy. You know, I'm like, um, are you sure you're going to show, you know, like, right. are you going to, you know, are you going to be there? So then my friends were like, you should just stand him up. So I'm like, no, that's petty. So I'm trying not to do that. That's <laughs> It crossed my mind, but I'm not going to be that petty. But um, we actually haven't went out anywhere. Mm -hmm. But we are talking mm -hmm. a little bit. I forgave him. But um, I don't know. I'm still skeptical because that was so awkward. And I think I still want a, like an explanation of what happened. So Even though I shouldn't be looking for that. 
Because I forgave him, so I should be over it. But I kind of still want to know, like, what the fuck was that? Wait, so you believe in that forgive and forget bullshit? On some things, I do. Some like, things I forgive, I do. but it's like, okay, well, I won't forget. Know, right, I forgive you, but, but I'm I don't want shit that else. Shit. Yeah. That, now, that's how I am with cheating. But I kind of want to see what what was that all about. It was weird for me. So in your mind, it's just like a curiosity. Yeah, thing. like, like you have why? To know. Yeah. And he seemed like such a decent guy, and I just couldn't understand what that was about. It was no reason. It wasn't like um, I did anything or anything like that. It was just completely, we were ready to go on a date, and you don't show. So that's where I'm like, okay, I kind of want to know what's up with that. Any any other uh, terrible dates you want to talk about? Mm, no, you know I had one guy, and it was this is the most craziest shit I've ever heard. He said, "Um, you want to take me on a date? Cool. So you get on the date. It's going okay. Now, first of all, I should have known something was wrong when he said, um." I could only I can only spend fifty dollars, which is fine. But why would you tell me? You know, that, that's something that <laughs> that person that's personal. Like you don't have to tell me. Anyway, he's make like, a note about that. I'm gonna tell you something about that. Go ahead. So anyway, he's like, um, you know, so I'm thinking in my head, you know, Applebee's, something like that. That's mm-hmm. cool with me. That's fine. Well, then he's like, you have to pay for your own drinks. <laughs> he asked you out Right He asked me out okay. And he's like uh, Yeah Everything We can go out You know Just pay for your own drinks So I said When the bill gets here Or you know Like if I order a drink I have to pay for the drink He's like yeah Last time I had Took somebody out on a date They got super You know Drunk or whatever On me So mm. First of all I am not her Second of all I don't really even drink and the fact that you even brought up that, like, that is so tacky. I'm just like, oh, no, it's a no for me. It's a no for me. Okay. <clears throat> I understand where he's coming from. But he went about it completely wrong. <laughs> completely wrong. Because I've been on that date. I've been on what I like to call uh, uh, survival dates. Okay. Uh, to me, a survival date is when a woman says, Oh, I'll go out with you just because I'm hungry and I oh wanna, or I want to try out a new restaurant. And, you know, yeah. I've been on that before where they really wasn't interested. Yeah, it was and just I, I peeped it real early. Yeah, so, and just ended after that. But yeah, I I understand where he was coming from. He just went about it completely wrong. I was offended. Yeah, I yeah I understand. <laughs> I definitely understand why you were, but uh, <laughs> I don't even know if I should tell this because I feel like I'm breaking the player's code. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the um, cheat book. But, and maybe this is just me. As far as first dates, mm-hmm. in my mind, mm-hmm. I don't want to spend a lot of money. Okay. But, on first dates, I try to do stuff like go get coffee. Okay. Ice yeah. cream, stuff like that. Yep. Because, with me, it's not it's not a cheap thing. It's a, I want to get to know you. You. And I want to see, yeah. and think of, another thing about me is I like to see how people interact in public mm-hmm. and w- especially with like 
waitresses and yeah. waiters. Yeah. Because how you treat those people, service people, mm-hmm. lets me know a lot about you. Right. So, yeah, we'll go get some tea, some mm-hmm. coffee, ice mm-hmm. cream or something like that. Something real cheap right. just so I can get to, you know, see you. Right. In a, you know, you p- can walk me around the park and we can have a picnic and yeah. I'm fine. I, I used to have this rule that I don't want to spend more than $15 on the first date. Oh, wow. 15 Yeah. Okay. Because it's like... I would rather spend $15 to find out if I want to take you to the another next, restaurant right, okay. than spend that money up right. front and realize, right. why am I here? Right, yeah. So That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's actually very, very good. And I, because th- a lot of people say dating is expensive. I'm it like, is. It, it's expensive, but you can do activities that are not so damn high on the budget. You know, guys, sometimes they'll ask you to go on a date and they want to go to the movies, they want to go to dinner, they want to go somewhere after, you want to go to a bar. I'm like, we're doing a lot <laughs> for date one. You right. know, let, how do you know I want to go to the next thing with you? Like, I even asked a guy once before. I'm like, I know you asked me to, you know, do all this. We went to dinner. He wanted to go. Yeah, he wanted to do dinner. We did movies. And we wanted to go bowling. That was already overwhelming. So I had just, you know, asked myself, well, are you interested in me enough to take me, you know, to the next? Thing? He's like, yeah, yeah, I really like you. So it was just like. But we're doing so much for the first date, honey. I like. Can we save something for next time? And I don't like movies on a on a first date. I feel like to be first dates is getting to know that person. So yeah, like you're in a movie, it is. You're sitting there just watching a movie. Oh yeah, movies I mean? don't work for a first date. They don't. It be, that, that is awful. I you know I actually get uncomfortable. Like I start shaking and like because mm, I'm sitting next to a complete stranger right. at a movie theater. Right. And it's like, oh, I don't really know you like that. I rather I you know. Sit and we can talk somewhere. And coffee is a great idea. Coffee, ice, ice cream. cream. You, I mean, every girl should be like, oh yeah, ice cream. Unless she's on a <laughs> diet or whatever. But oh, we can we go get some uh, some chai tea. Yeah, some lemon see? chai. You have yeah, guys some, some just have to yogurt. be a little creative with it. Yeah, and, and I, I try to be creative we'll with it, but it's like <laughs> in the back of my head, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna spend this 15 hey. and see if you work if you right if, you, if you're worth more. <laughs> That's and that's a good rule though, and for guys definitely, because a lot of times guys say that famous line, "Oh, she's only out with me to eat." Yeah, it, it's, it's happened. And it's happened yep, that's that's what girls do now. I hear that they're out here doing that, and I personally, I, if I don't, I'm not feeling you. I don't like you. I'm not about to go eat with you nowhere. <laughs> I don't because I, I, I tell guys like I'm, I'm been you know a good size all my life, so I personally eat with or without you. <laughs> type thing you know so i'm not depending on you for the meal okay so yeah i personally feel like if i'm going out with you it's because i'm interested in you right and i'm trying to figure out more about you and i I tell people this all the time like i've met guys where i was just like the first date hell no i'm out (laughs) of here i the shit i can't wait to get back to the car but being me you know i'll be respectful during the whole date talk to you whatever right but when it's time to go i'll be like okay and sometimes i feel bad because the date went wrong like damn i feel bad that you know he spent money on me but it's nothing i can do it was just a bad fucking date it's nothing i can do i never had a bad date you never had a bad date no I've had a bad date. Okay, let me rephrase. I had a guy take my phone out of my hand. He was on his phone doing whatever. I don't know. He was on his phone for a minute. So I had looked at my phone for a second, you know, just to rouse at it. He literally snatched my phone out of my hand. I never met, never met him in my life. And this is the first thing you do is snatch my phone out of my hand. Like, what are you doing on your phone? I was scared for my life. I was <laughs> ready. The, that, that's the time I felt unsafe. Okay. I didn't even want him to walk me to the car. I was so damn scared. Like, why did he just, you know, I felt uncomfortable. You overstepped your boundaries. 
so that yeah, was weird yeah, for me. Okay, I can understand. Yeah. But when I say I, I've never had a bad date, <laughs> I say that from like a personal standpoint. Okay. Like, I've had dates that didn't go, you know, well. Right, right. But I'm I'm weird. I oh, okay. I I have fun somehow. Oh, uh, out of all of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 petty. I'm <laughs> Yeah. I will find some way to have to entertain myself. Okay. Like I <laughs> I was telling my girl about this is one day that went on where uh, you know, friends set me up. Uh-huh. You know, I kind of knew her, but my friend set me up. And then, you know, we went out, and she had just got out of a relationship or whatever. Oh, uh, okay. So then like, we started talking, and I made the mistake of asking her the question. It was like, well, so uh, what happened? Right. <laughs> and then, right. Oh, it just turned into like a Dr. Phil moment. She was just like <laughs> spilling her guts to me. And like it just kept going. Uh-huh. And like to the point where I'm like, well, this ain't going to work. Ain't so I'm just going to start having fun with it. So I just right. <laughs> I don't know. I just start asking the question like, so how did that make you feel? Oh, geez. Put on my Dr. Phil voice oh, and everything. Oh, my goodness. Then after a while, she realized like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I just like talked to you about him this whole time. I'm like, right. nah, that's cool. I have fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So. But. Yeah. Okay. Anything, anything else you got on your mind? No. I think I'm okay. I think okay. I've expressed a lot today. Yeah. This, this went a lot longer than I thought. I said yeah, I was going to try to get 45 minutes. We are at a minute. I mean, an hour and 33 minutes. Oh, yeah. See, that went good far. Yeah. See, I told you, like, a lot of times what happens, we'll get going and, and conversation yeah. gets rolling. It turns several. And I'm such a random person. Like, I could be talking about uh, roller coasters, and then I will start asking you sexual questions. So my mindset is just, <laughs> like, when I'm on the phone with guys, I notice they're like, where did you just pull that? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I was thinking about that power tower. We were something about <laughs> it. We just, weren't you even know. on that topic. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Power Tower just turned me on, so yeah. I thought I'd ask you, you know. Hey. <laughs> but, yeah, that's how I am, so I definitely know I'm all over the place a lot of times. Well, hey, if uh, if any of these uh, topics ever come up again, I, you will be one of the first people I, I had. Let's put it like this. Thank you. Let me, let, me, uh, let me throw this out there. Do you think you could come up with more questions you want to ask a guy? I probably could. There's a lot of things that we want to know. That we don't know. Actually, I have a guy friend that I just go to all the time. He's like a, he's an asshole. But <clears throat> but he's like a. <laughs> but he's like the guy that you need to hear it from. Yeah. Th- listen, let me tell you something. Us as females need to know this for sure. And it's the number one rule. You will learn so much about a guy from a guy. Those single females you have, they don't know. Oh, my God. So, once again. Great comedian, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. He's like, guys are very simple. But the problem is, like, y'all read those magazines yeah. and stuff like that saying, a hundred ways to make your man happy. Yep. Like, no, that's that's bullshit. Yep. Yeah. I think every every female needs a male friend right. that they can go to and ask these questions to. Right. Or a brother or something like that. Yeah. Someone that just be brutally honest to them. Mm-hmm. And like that's part of the reason why I want to do this show because it's like, man, I t- I'll tell you what it is. You might right. not like what I say, but I'm right. going to tell you what it and is. That's, that's another thing. Nine times out of ten, I don't want, want to hear what you have to say because it's like, oh, that's how you guys feel. That's how you think. Yeah. But I'm still taking it. He's he always tells me like, no, you're not listening very well. That's what he tells <laughs> me. But at the end of the day, I do listen to him. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Now right. I see why guys think like that, or you know, that's not how I think. And it's like, mm, I didn't know guys felt like that. So it's always good to ask a guy. Because guys, they, their mindset is different than ours. So what we Wait, think you, they think. Can you say that again a little bit louder, please? <laughs> please. It's a little bit louder. <laughs> guys' mindset is totally different from ours. Thank so you. how we Amen. feel and think about things, 
they don't think about it like that. Like, um, it's a meme going around, and it's so funny. It's um, it's it's that think. Everybody's been doing that. Like, yeah. to think about it. <laughs> and they said, if you just tell them uh, what's wrong instead of saying nothing, he could probably fix it. <laughs> and females oh don't even. We always say nothing. That's our favorite line. Nothing. Well, tell you what. Tell you what. If if you're up for it, if you if you want to do it, it's up to you. But mm-hmm. would you like to do another episode? Reverse the roles. You ask me questions, and we just, just that'd that. be awesome. Okay, I can do that. Cool. Yeah, that'll be good because that way um, females will know how you guys think and what's really going on. Because um, obviously Steve Harvey is not our <laughs> go-to guy anymore. We've we've bashed him so hard wait, 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 to the wait, point wait, wait, like. So Steve Harvey was the man. We had the book. He was. You know, he was the man. He, he we go, was excited. He go holler at Don T for a little bit. Now yeah. it's like. Yeah. We definitely. <laughs> we definitely just. Now, and now the facts are coming out like, you know. We mainly knew about him and that, um, and that his wife was not his, his. I think it was his side girl, if I'm right, his side chick, I should say. I did not know that. Yeah, it was. Um, if I'm right, he's been married three times. I knew that. Right. So I think his second um, wife he cheated on, if I'm right, and I believe it. Wait, it's I his thought, side chick. I thought his current wife was his first wife. That's what I. Maybe I heard it. It might wrong. be. Maybe I heard it, it wrong. It, I'm going to look it up. I think it is a little fishy, but it's some fishy stuff really yeah. good, you know, that's yeah. going on in there with him and as um, far as his wives or whatever. So we definitely was looking at Steve Harvey as like, yes, he's positive. He knows everything. And he's giving us all the shit about men. Like, yes, we're, we're on the inside. Well, but, and then it's like, oh. Well, ah. But here's the thing. So <sighs> can he not give you the, the inside information and still be a dirtbag at the same time? He can. We can. We still gotta appreciate him. He really helped us out. This talk show, you know, I learned a lot from this talk show. Like, okay, yeah, that's why you guys think like that. Or, oh, that's how I know he's really interested. Like, I know I should. I shouldn't say this. Like, once again, I'm breaking the players' code, but (laughs) I think that 90 day rule is a good idea. Oh God, the 90 day rule. Tell you what, we'll hold that. We'll hold that, and we'll talk about that. Okay, another time. Great. We gotta do this again. I really, I really appreciate you doing the show. Thank you. So, I, I like being here. I enjoyed it. It was nice talking to you. It was like a, um, a therapy session. I know. Uh, yeah, you'll, it you'll was get like a bill a, later on. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know it's time to go. We gotta cut the session short. Thank you. All right. You want to throw your social medias out there one last time? Yeah. You can follow me on Facebook. Um, it's Angie Angie. So it's A-N-J-I. It's special spell. Don't ask me why. But it's Angie Angie on Facebook. And then Instagram, it's Angie underscore beautiful. Angie is spelled A-N-J-I. All right. We'll be looking forward to seeing you, the new Angie with the butt shots and the fake <laughs> boobs on Instagram. <laughs> oh, well, there's no nudes on my page, so good luck. You ain't going to become it's, an Instagram model? No, it's a boring <laughs> page. <laughs> uh, thanks again, Angie. I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, I want to thank Angie for joining me on the show. Like I said, very good conversation, very candid. <laughs> um, we learned a lot. That, you know, she's trying to find her a rich man so she can get some ass shots. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, she she finds the right person so it don't drop like Nicki Minaj is dead. But that's neither here nor there. But uh, once again, Angie, thank you for joining me on the show. I appreciate you, and uh, we'll definitely do this again. Um, <laughs> we'll reverse the roles. So, man, I'm gonna get interviewed on my own show. Ain't that something? 
we'll see how that turns out <laughs> but uh once again thank you angie appreciate you thank you all for listening to this week's episode make sure you leave comments if you have questions if y'all have questions y'all want to hear on a follow-up episode you can shoot me an email do that at asnspodcast at gmail.com or leave your comments on the soundcloud page on the itunes page google play stitcher where if you can leave comments on there do so if you want to hit me up directly with your uh questions concerns and comments you can hit me up on twitter at devin the six three that's d-e-v-i-n-t-h-e six three you can hit me up on instagram at all steak no sizzle all one word and you can hit up the all steak no sizzle facebook page just type in all steak no sizzle in your search bar to pop right up people so thank you all for listening once again thank you angie i really 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 do appreciate it check out next week's episode with my girl tony um like i said check out her youtube page beautiful vibes 555 we'll talk more about that next week and oh yes make sure you check out angie's social media hit her up on instagram at angie underscore beautiful that's a-n-j-i underscore beautiful and you can hit her up on facebook at angie angie that's a-n-j-i a-n-j-i so let her know what 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 you thought of of, uh her comments and her candid uh comments so what and thank her for doing the show like i said well, she didn't know who the hell I was. <laughs> we met up somewhere in public just in case I was a crazy guy, crazy stalker. But uh, we did a great job. I, I really do appreciate her, and she did a great job. So show her some love, all right? All that being said, people, thank you for listening to the show. Make sure you listen to next week's episode. I love you all, man. Check y'all next week. Peace.